Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Software Universe On Call. I am Paul France, owner of France Games. I'm on SLB Online, FedCom Online, and Starfleet Warlord. Just a reminder how to join us for a talk cast every Thursday night starting at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You either can call on the phone, just dial 605-562-0444. Just follow the directions. The call ID is 17702. Or you can participate on the web. Just go to the Talks website at www.talkshoe.com and search for call ID 17702 or SFU on call or Starfleet Universe on call. You'll find us all there. And of course, if you want the best experience, when it comes to online, I would go to twitch.tv. Yes, twitch.tv slash SFU on call. And you'll find us there. And you'll be able to join the chat room and chat with their fellow, fellow members, which would be great there. And, of course, I'm always keeping an eye on, on the chat room to see if there's any questions that they have that I'd be ha- more than happy to respond to. And I'm... Also, if you need to contact me for any reason, my email address is sfuoncall at gmail.com. That's S-F-U-O-N-C-A-L-L at gmail.com. Also, you will follow me on Twitter or X, whatever it is called this week. Uh, the podcast account is sfuoncall, S-F-U-O-N-C-A-L-L. Uh, when it comes to my personal account, that's Paul France, P-A-U-F-R-N-Z. There is no T in that. And, of course, my business account, which is Franz Games, F-R-A-N-Z-G-M-E-N-G-M-A-S. And, of course, there's no T in that. And, of course, if you want, the this podcast turns into a podcast, this podcast turns into a podcast available iTunes and very other feeds around the net. Some quick news from A to B this week. You know, Steve Patrick is still working on that Orion Master Starship book. And also this week in Found... In the online store is the f Tactical Operations Rulebook, which is only $8.95. This is a 26-page rulebook for f Tactical Operations. It has more rules for Federation Empire with all the crunchiness that you've come to expect. There are X-Mallers when you or you absolutely positively need to destroy something. Um, need leaders? Yeah. Now we have war leaders and destroyer leaders. War destroyer leaders, sorry. Being... Being raided? Block the raiders with the new light gunboat tenders. Stellar fortresses will protect you from the vulnerable areas, and there are ship more shipboard functions to provide efficient ways to manage your construction schedule, and there are more flexible command points to aid admirals. And moving onward and forward to the assembly online tournaments. Tournament. <laughs> which is the Sapphire Star 15 tournament. It has started. There's actually one game has been completed. I did not post the tree last weekend, and I'm glad I didn't because of um, Steve Petrick actually posted the actual tree on Monday and then had to adjust it on Monday, I think. Um, so I'm glad I didn't try to post it um, last weekend. I should have some time this weekend to actually post the tree. Moving onward and forward to the online um, client stuff. Not much happening there. I might be actually releasing a new release because of there is a customer that's having an issue because of the world is going freaking nuts. They're all requiring that you uh, everything is HTTPS and nothing can be HTTP anymore. And don't get me started because I... I I understand the reasoning behind it. I truly, truly do. But really, really, you're trying to protect people, but you're not protecting people. You're just just annoying people and making things more difficult. Moving onward and forward, when it comes to Starfleet Warlord, I've been working on the new website. Um, 
the main part I've been working on for the past week or so far is create having so that you actually create a new account. And it then after it creates the account, then it'll redirect you to PayPal to have it so you, you can register that account. Um, so that, that portion is for the most part done. I still need to integrate that the, the back end when you actually pay for it, then it comes and um it registers, it changes the account and all that kind of thing. I've got to do that portion. Also, I'm working on the ch uh, change for pay for turns on the new website because originally I set up the, the new website so it just redirected to PayPal and it, it would get the notification and so forth. But there's certain back end part that was not being added and I'm going to be adding that portion and I, I'm going to be working on that um, this Weekend. When it comes to the library, there's not much prog. There's no progress there, and I apologize that I probably should have gotten the updated Klingon stuff that I've, I received from Frank. But I need to post that, and I probably should also work on the generals because of I really want to have it so the general ships actually work the way they're supposed to work. Um, not. I, I know that sounds worse than I really wanted it to sound because. Okay, I'm truly annoyed that I'm kind of annoyed that, that that people don't know how things work. And I think I've I've talked to them about it before. And I know it's it's the the problem is that this kind of functionality was really originally built and done in concert with Aaron Staley. Aaron Staley no longer is working on the pro project, but but he's the only one that truly understood everything. And I've got kind of spoiled <laughs> that yeah you know, i got someone who actually knew everything about how the product worked and the people that currently work are working on it don't understand everything about the in, in, idiosyncrasies of refits and that kind of thing so you know it it takes more you know that's that part which i think it's it's a reflection on me and not them and with that that is the news for this week. And it's me, a someone Pell Funch, welcoming you to Star for the Universe on call. And tonight, it's me, it's Barry. Say hi, Barry. Hey, how are you doing? Doing good. And Jeff, how you doing, Jeff? Good evening, everyone. Oh, oh, yeah, hear a little echo there. <laughs> So I just had to bring up my Twitch and hope in the moment there's no one in the chat room. Big surprise because we are starting just a little bit late. We got discussing about uh, certain issues of the day um, which are not related to Starfleet Universal Call. Not related to ADB. Not related to Starfleet Battles. So it's like, that goes out the window. So, because I figured we, <laughs> we don't need to be recording that stuff and we got enough issues of the day that um, having something a little lighter, lighter fare is always a good thing. So I, I will go along with Buster Olney. Um, he is a a, a, commenta a baseball commentator, which is when the world goes crazy, it's always nice to have something a little bit lighter <laughs> to, to forget our troubles for, for a little bit, you know? And Speaking of something lighter, did you real? Did you know that Sapphire Star Fifteen finally got off the ground? Yes, it did. And actually, that was, that was. I'm so glad. I saw. I look at the posts. Sorry, I looked at the. Um, yes, the first fight is even in the can. Yes, I noticed that. <laughs> uh, the that was actually interesting because I, I I had planned on making up the tree last weekend, and that would have been a little premature <laughs> now that i found out it's like oh okay i'm glad i didn't, I didn't create the tree um and even even the original tree that, that steve patrick put up he had to adjust yes and i'm glad he did actually because you're not going to meet up with peter so how many people it would have been the third time it would have been the third though. tournament in a row yeah <laughs> yeah it's like i was starting to wonder is this being done for a reason do i have to beat peter to actually get different staging in the tournament <laughs> is, is, is this the effort is, is, is this the foxtrot golf 
uh, or the Fox Start November golf thing, you know? <laughs> uh, no. Understood. Understood. It was like I was, the, the what little write-up there was on the first match, I, I just scratched my head. Classic Hydran uh, um, blunder. Plot 31, use your tractors, grab your stingers to drag to the other side of the map. Works if you're at speed 30, but not at your 31. And oh. he still went on and won. He 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 said he self killed his state his stingers with the double death drag. Yep, yep. I you said that. I, I, it's, yeah. Oh yeah. Agreed. I, as soon as you said and that, the, I went ouch. Oh no. Oh no. He killed his own fighters. The worst part about it was, is he was he he was he was facing the Gorn, and the Gorn couldn't capitalize on it. He ended up beating the Gorn even after death dragging his own fighters. Oh man! Well, it tells you that he were really, wow. the Gordon would have died really quickly then if he would have had his fighters. Yeah, that's crazy. Agreed. Agreed. How do you manage to do that by not paying attention? I guess. <laughs> Talk about snatching the snatching the feet out of the jaws of victory. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think what it was is the. The Gordon, if I, heck, I could pull it up. Um, let's see here, topics. Um, uh, where is it? Well, it's in here somewhere. <laughs> All right, maybe if I hit this other link. And slow computer being, or slow, slow internet being slow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, in the okay, meantime, in the meantime, here. yeah, like, you go, you guys go ahead. I, I'll, I'll bring, I, I'll, we'll circle back around. Okay. Yeah. I just want to mention one quick thing, you know, and this will be a good, a, a minor interlude, which is one thing I actually have been working on this week. Um, okay. Since the Starfleet Warlord group, well, most of them anyway are very adverse to changing or oh, sorry back up not changing because i never said change i said create a new version of the game which was starting out with something a little bit simpler and so forth they just had a hissy fit over that now the one thing i'm, I'm definitely going to be doing over the next few months when it comes to starfleet warlord is looking at some of the other play by email games out there and maybe get some maybe well borrow steal ideas um <laughs> from 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 the other people you know because for the most part i'm just being honest here i really feel like most play by mail play by email communities we're not in competition with each other we're in competition with everything else that's out there you know and because most of these play by email they're the asynchronous play and so forth, um, they're, of course, from the more experienced generation. Um, uh, I'm, I'm not sure how many you know, younger players are in there. Actually, that's one thing I'd like to, I'd like to email um, the guy of this um, newsletter that he, he, he sends out multiple times a week at, He's been there multiple times, and I hope he slows down just a bit, um, just for his own sake, because I don't want, I don't, I, I like that he does it frequently and does it smaller pieces, um, but I don't want him to be burnt out, because I know you can be so excited about something that you completely burn yourself out and then it dies, you know. Yeah, that's never fun. I'm think I'm thinking long term when it comes to this now. Yeah. To get back to what I was, the thought I was kind of bring forward, um, which was you know they they were completely averse having a new simpler version of the game. I went I, one thing I started working on this week, which was because I was I read an article, um, from from this newsletter, which was actually was mentioning how hard, a lot of times that you'll have this. There, I forgot what play by um, email. Um, game this was but he was talking about how there's it has a big 
big rule book. You know, it's something like Starfleet Warlord, because Starfleet Warlord is around, if you can just include the rules, don't include the addenda, it's like an 80-page rule book on all of the possible orders, what they do, ba ba bum ba bum ba bum ba bum Now, given that, I went, you know what I should, you know what I should do? Is create an introduction to Starfleet Warlord. I.e. Take a you know, right here's here's a brief introduction. Here's a, how things starts, how it's what you do at the beginning, this the game flow. These are the basic orders that you need to know about. Instead of saying, here are all the possible orders that you could possibly give. Say, no. <laughs> you don't need to know about that. You just need to know, here are the orders. Now, the only other thing that the, I'm thinking about, after I get through the orders, you know, ship movement, ship special um, um Special orders that, that that they can give, like prospecting, um, cloaking, uh, maybe like oh, cloaking, yeah, um, getting possibly. I, I, I'm gonna skip initially the um, grabbing of legendary, um, like navigators, captains, and things like that, because that's one of the things you can do. You can pick them up. That's part of the game. But you know, okay, I'm gonna leave that off. But because I want to reduce it down to the basics, where you're starting at, because those things you you don't do those for the first what I've in all the gameplay I've done, I've rarely seen that before game turn five. Yeah, it's rarely before game five. I sorry, turn five that I actually see those in use. So it's like, okay, so you can go through five turns without ever needing to know about that particular order. And then, of course, and then there's the regular orders like purchasing ships um, are important one. Fortifying sites, another one, you know, FS. There is an order called FA, which is fortify all sites, which gets a little complicated. But it's one that you it's rare that people use because one thing, it might cost them a lot of apes along the way. Um, and that's another thing, you know, as part of the introduction, I have to, uh, have to discuss the concept of EAPs. But the whole idea being of this introduction to Starfleet Warlord is that a person can bring up, pick up, uh, can download or look at a website. I'm thinking about having a PDF or, or possibly a PDF and a um, HTML page. Depends upon how many pages it would be. Um, and actually, you have something have a, a short introduction that they can. Here's an introduction you can actually read it as you read through it. You can play, you know, and then and then as you have time, here's the here's the full rule book that has all the orders, all the background material, all the things you need to know about the different orders and so forth. But you know, but you don't need to read the whole rule book just to start playing. Here's the introduction. You use this, and then you can start playing immediately after reading. I'm hoping somewhere between three and five pages. I'm hoping closer to three than five. And I know this is going. This this is kind of effort. It's going to take me weeks to get get through because. Well, my only experience with this is doing a little work, this kind of work for work for my for my job, where um, not that I was trying. The idea is writing up in, my, in this case for my job it was actually writing up documentation of this is what we're going to be doing, and then having to go through read through that, not just once, not just twice, but like five, five to ten times, reading through it trying to picture and think from the perspective of another of okay I you know if I didn't know everything that I know about everything about this whole process how I got this all in my brain does this make sense 
Is there a better way of describing this that would make it, make it clearer and in, in, in maybe less wording or different wording that makes it crystal clear? And I know that's why it's the, the introduction will take me weeks, if not possibly months, <laughs> to write up. Yeah. That almost sounds like what you need to do is get three people sit together around the, the computer where you can run the, uh, the back end and uh, basically run run it hot seat fashion and everybody rec record their thoughts and feelings and play it like an open hand to bridge for training purposes so you can turn around and take all of that and figure out where you need to focus your your introduction at that's possible you know the that that's see that's where actually what you're talking about also um kind of sound and that's not exactly the same but it reminds me of what i want to do by getting myself familiar with some of the other play by email um games right and how they do things because actually there was this one which the 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 the, the, the um, editor writer of this little newsletter does he plays and he, he pointed to me and said, like, okay, well, let's, take, let's check this thing out. And which was that the, the, the report that just like, just like my, my game has a report for the, for what happened in the turn. They have the same kind of thing, but mine's PDF. His is HTML. And I went, this is weird. And I do mean that by, in all honesty, I think that's very weird. Um, if you want to have it so it's just available on the website, that's a great idea. It, but in this case, you click it and it downloads an HTML page. And to me, that's just kind of weird, you know, that they that they didn't um, convert it from HTML to PDF, which I I'd have to double check. I think it could be done. Yeah, it, it, there's several ways to, to tackle that. The, what you're getting into and why you're seeing it in the first place is, is that when you have a niche hobby, you end up with niche solutions more often than not. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. As it is, the uh, if you want to go back in time, when it comes to Starfleet Warlord, um, Starfleet Warlord was originally printed out. Now, when I took over from Bruce Grohl, the first thing I had to do was take his printouts and make it so that it actually got converted into a PDF file. I sliced and diced the sections into three different PDF files. Because originally it was one, and then you print it out, and then there it is, you send that out. And it has all the escape codes for, I forget what printer it was that he was using. And also, he had um, PostScript. Actually, no, the PostScript was for an HP like laser printer. Because and, and the only reason I, I know that is because I used the right drivers for an HP um, laser jet printer, um, and I'm rec I recognize some of the of the of the, the escape codes, um, and it converts. And that's ones that actually support a PostScript, which is. Which is cool, you know. Postscript is cool. Um, well, granted, they brought the technology back from from the moon with Apollo, but right, it's it's cool. <laughs> That's the digital equivalent of it came over on the Mayflower. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, and I slice and dice just because of depending upon like the cases, say for Starfleet Warlord, when it comes to if they have a there's a point in the game. Where the number of sites you have is so large that basically instead of printing out portrait mode it prints out landscape mode and that's why i have to slice and dice in that case because for that portion of it i ha it has to be landscape mode because otherwise it looks it it's it gets it basically the the lines are so long that it just wraps and looks awful. So it's, oh yeah, you know. Um, and then um, actually, I 
I fixed it. So now actually I can, I can print out the maps that are part of the reports, which are, which are cool. Though people don't like those maps anymore <laughs> because I allowed them to cheat. Because the original m maps, there were well, some hex. To to bed. Okay. Okay. Well, you you got a good right. good nice rest. See you, Barry. Good night, Barry. So, anyhow, um, yeah, I start generating. You know, actually, um, almost uh, sounds like it was originally designed to print out on thirteen inch wide green bar. No, it was eight and a half by eleven. It's just that those landscape mode ones, they print yeah. out land, they print out landscape because that was one of the, that was one of the escape escape codes, which is all right. Print this start print this page in landscape mode. I used to work with a, oh gosh, it was a, it was a printer the size of a of a stand up freezer called a Genicom. I think it was a Genicom one sixty. Genicom and you put. A whole case of oh, whoa, whoa, tractor whoa, whoa, feed paper. Whoa, whoa. Jeff, is Jennycom or Gencon? Gemcom. This is I've slept since then, so okay. I'm not sure. But it was this ginormous printer. It was on casters. It, it took mm -hmm. 240 volts. You put one case of paper in the bottom and you fed it into one setup, and then you pushed the tray in and you put another case of paper paper on the bottom and it set it up so that when the first one ran out and the second one would pick up right away and the thing could spit out almost 60 pages almost uh, on its fastest mode it could almost do an entire page in a minute and it was a dot matrix it was louder than heck oh it okay. was huge yeah 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 oh, i i remember the, 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 old, the old dot matrix printers i actually had one back in the day when i was in college back um image writers the old image apple image writers actually i I convinced my parents to actually buy me a printer. Well, so, this one was one that they used for printing out invoices and <laughs> um, and on cardstock, so that they oh. could tuck the invoices in win uh, windowed letters and whatnot. And they were doing twelve and fourteen thousand of these a shift on this one printer. It was crazy how fast they would that thing would kick them out. Now, mind you, it wasn't printing a character in every single spot it could print one. Right, but right. at the same time, it was you know, the thing was just a massive thing, and that was mm -hmm. what made, made me think that maybe the the whatever technology base that they grabbed onto for their printing routines was originally designed to spit it out on on one modus and designed to spit it out on 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 the ultra wide green bar you used to see in computer mm -hmm. labs. Yeah, I, I I remember those because I was I went to, I went to college in the eighties. So, yeah, mid eighties. I I started going to college in eighty four, and I graduated in eighty nine because I went to Drexel University, which is has a co op program, so it's a five year program um, with interruptions to go do six month co ops, which was which was interesting. Because the funny part for, with that is that the first the first co-op I did it was down in DPSC down in the South Philly and actually I had the fortunate fortunately I had a friend um who actually has a grandmother let me stay with him and his grandmother up in North Philly so I take the take the bus I take the bus from his house to the um, subway station and from the subway station I take it into Center City then I take the bus from Center City down to South Philly. So that sounded like that worked out really good for you. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh man, uh, bus lines on Fifty Seven was was one of them. That was the one that I think that went from Center City down to South Philly. So <laughs> pretty sure I got that number right. Um, yeah, that was that was interesting. And then the one after that, actually the other two I went to, actually. I had the fortunate thing that my father had friends who ha were uh, had retired from the government and were now hired as pri in, into a private company. Um, they actually worked for Battelle. Um, you know who Battelle is? Um. They actually are the ones who actually invented the technology for the Xerox machine. 
Oh, okay, right. And Battelle is a very big um, <laughs> maker of defensive products. <laughs> you know, and you know, um, armor, uh, armor-piercing missiles, uh, things like that. You know, reactive things that, armor. Th- things that you don't find in Walmart. Definitely don't find them in Walmart. <laughs> But yeah, and in fact, I even went out to Columbus, Ohio, which is where they're, they're, they're located at. That's where the headquarters is located at, which is interesting because of, I'm not, I'm, Jeff, have you, did you ever go to Origins? No, I never made it to Origins. Okay. Because first year I went to Origins, I saw Patel Room. And I went, I know that. <laughs> I know that corporation. Because <laughs> I, I went out there. And actually met my my boss, basically. Um, but it was it was just cool. And actually, I, it it was the, the most interesting to me of working for those guys. I did a lot of actual basic. I've, I've, I wrote a lot of things in basic. And the whole idea was that I would, I created a program which allowed them to enter in the data for setting up um, reactive armor tests. You know, actually not not react reactive armor. It was actually shaped charges, is what it was. The the, the guys that uh, was my father was friends, you know, his friends. Um, they were, they worked for Patel, and they got me a co-op job working for them, which was great. Um, and um, with you know, so we, we did the, the shape charges and all, which was which was interesting. I got that for for two years. Of course, the funny part was that, of course, after that, Drexel went, you know, can you use another co-op, you know? And they um, they shut him down <laughs> after I left. Whoops. No, no, well, that, that was because they were doing it as a favor for my father. I see. But the great thing, you know, I, I, I got to fly out to Columbus, which was which was nice. I got the, to meet um, guys. There's, actually, an interesting part was that at one point, I actually had to get secret clearance. Because I had to look at source code that required secret clearance, which was interesting <sighs> because of they actually there was there was a room at at the office, which was um, and basically it's where they kept the fax machine. Like, no, did they keep the fax machine there? No, they, they basically had no electronics in there whatsoever. So that you know, I, so actually I could sounds look, like a skiff to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's the whole idea. So I could look at the source code without having to worry about anyone else being around me because, you know, the whole idea of a need to know kind of basis. It wasn't top secret. It was just secret, you know. But still, you know, you don't want people who are not supposed right. to know. Look at that source code. Look at that source code. Which is the that's the first time, first time ever I've ever experienced having to look at computer code. In the case, this was written in Fortran. That was secret. I went, okay. Actually, I, I, I looked through it all and I went, okay, this is interesting. And I see how it's doing things. Okay, that's fine. Because that, that was one thing I needed to do. The reason why I had to look at the source code was because of this was a, a Fortran program that actually would generate the the, the file, it would actually, no, it actually would generate, no, it would read the file that I that I needed to then, to to go through the generator, because this was actually the program that actually would do the shape charges and so forth. Actually, we even had, oh, what was that, what was that one product? I don't think it matters at this point. Oh, that doesn't matter. Well, it, was, it wasn't a top secret, it wasn't a top secret product, but it, it was, um, ah, I'm I'm thinking of, it's finite analysis, something like that. The whole idea is that you had each block has different stress levels and so forth. So that what they could do is they could simulate a shape charge and see what would it look like, how much how much velocity would it actually create by whatever um however you formed the shape charge. Because the whole idea of a shape charge is you know, which is do more with less. Is basically you take a a, a cone, which right. is you know, and you have 
the round the cone filled up with gunpowder. And you deform the cone so it shoots out a high uh, velocity jet of right of that cone. Sometimes they use copper if they want to cut through whatever the cladding is on the outside of the target. But yes, that's basically what what you do with right. it. Right, and that and that's what they would. The idea was hit that, and then you hit the reactive armor. The idea of reactive armor was to was to disrupt that jet of of material. Or uh, or an HE round. Yep. Anyhow, to circle back to uh, <laughs> Sapphire Star. Sorry. Yes. Um, this is this is this is an interesting write-up. Uh, now, the the uh, Seth uh, Kingzilla uses mm -hmm. uh, PPT repeatedly. I don't think he's talking about a pseudo plasma torpedo. I think he's talking about an enveloping plasma torpedo. That's EPT. An, right. So I, I'm working off the typos as, as listed. But turn one, the Gorn launched uh, an, a PPT. And the hydrant ran off with fighters in tow. At 18 moves on the plasma, hydrant took nine damage, which means it wasn't a pseudo. Right, right. So it was EPT, two, yes. Yeah, it must have been an EPT. Right. Turn two, the hydrant chased the Gorn down. Speed changed to 31 with fighters in tow. Go! Next impulse, hydrant realized what he did and killed the fighters, while the Gorn had an F torp targeted on one of the fighters. Oh, geez. Later in the turn, at range three, Gorn bolts an S and an F fires three phaser ones and ends up doing seven uh, internals, uh, which means that the hydrant must have been bricked up because it says here both bolts hit, <clears throat> taking out a phaser one and a hellbore. Next impulse, range, next impulse, that would be range three, two, three, or four, depending on which way they were moving. The Hydrant fires four Phaser 1s, the GAT, and the standard Hellbore, doing 17 internals and taking out an F-Torp of Phaser 3 and 3 power. Two impulse later, the Hydrant landed one suicide shuttle down the down shield, cracking the ship's hull, with the total power down to 28 and a few more Phasers. Next few turns, the Hydrant chased the Gorn to the other side of the map. The Gorn launched a G, PPT, and the Hydrant ran off. Turn five, the Hydrant ran the Gorn down to the other side of the map. Turn six, Hydrant got onto the Gorn's weak. Number four, standard Hellbore, two fusions, five Phaser threes, and four Phaser ones at range one. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Hydrant kept fighting, and it's it's just it's just amazing that even after even after the the, the pulling a dummy uh, all the way all the way back in turn two. Uh, that it didn't it didn't mark the end of the end of the game. I mean, I have been to tournament fights where somebody did that and immediately conceded because they couldn't believe they'd been that stupid. Oh, agreed. Oops, oops, Kenny, don't don't yeah, be careful about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he he got the cable wrapped around his foot. Right. Hey, if you Kenny, if you want to go behind me, that's fine. But not in front of me at the moment. Okay. <laughs> Dukes, what is it? Goofball. But yeah, oh yeah, I, I, agreed there. Okay. Doug, yeah. This replied saying, "Oh, um, the ringer did not sound," and it's like, "Oh no." Yep. Yeah, it's a, a little late for him to, to join because um, we're only going to be going on for another, like another 15 minutes or so. So to me, it's kind of kind of silly to, to try to call him in and all that kind of thing. It's going to take us five minutes probably just to do that. So there's no oh, reason. Oh, well, sorry, Doug. Yeah, well, that's fine. I'll, hopefully he'll go to bed early and, and rest up and... Had more healing of of his um of his hip and so forth because Lord knows, that's yeah he needs a couple of I was gonna say breaks to go his way but I think that's the wrong word to use here I think he needs a little more luck to go his way yes I agree there which actually reminds me I have to give him I have to send him money <laughs> well I did something I did something nice for him and he needs to he needs to do this himself which was of 
I, I usually have my phone, as strange as this might sound, set up to use PayPal as a register. So people can give me their credit card. I can enter in their, their into the into my phone and boom, you, you're, you've paid. Okay, fine, great. And actually I did Imagine that. I need to send you some money too. Yes, you do. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll cut you off at the knees or you don't. You know, that, 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 that's, that's just the way things work. The email said I still had a month. The email said I still had a month. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I, uh, you played Andromedans, not Orion's. <laughs> yep, I I need to talk to one of the one one person, and I know what the problem is, and the, I just feel like the only way I'm gonna I'm gonna solve it for him is releasing a new version of the client, which always, of course, takes a bit of time. Crap, What's I, the issue? Um, he's currently is showing up as a demo, uh, account, even though he's paid and I know exactly what the issue is. It is. And now the funny part is that I'm assuming from what he's mentioned in the email, he mentioned that his IT department said they don't use that product, but at the same time I look at, well, in the logs, because since I had experience with this in the past, I went, okay, I'm gonna, I'm actually going to save into the log file what I'm getting back from the website. And I okay. did. And it's referencing in that, and that, what it grabbed from the website, it said, oh, Bitdefender, but is blocking this because it's thing, it think it's phishing. And that's because I'm using an HTTP connection to SFB I'm online. holding the bridge of my nose in the in the Picard fashion, because we just had a similar discussion on the BBS about why we need to have the about getting uh, uh, even a self signed certificate for the, the for, for the yeah for the main site. I know the problem, uh, and 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 here's the thing. Actually, going to that just for a moment. I actually thought about, okay, in theory, it could be fixed. But it requires you to be smart about this. And the problem with it is that the way that, um, like, Gene and Mike and so forth, and they look and they are to block IP addresses, they won't be able to do this anymore. Possibly. Because what they're going, what they need to do, because the problem is the, the discussion board is so old, it doesn't support HTTPS. Which means, to in theory, we can get it so it actually does support HTTPS, but it's a hack solution, and they have to be running it because if they don't run it, then basically they're opening themselves up onto the all those spammers, you know. Which is right. it's gonna take the web pages that are being delivered and anything that is marked as HTTP, it's got to go change it dynamically to be HTTPS. I was under the impression that there was a couple of server-side apps that you could run below the uh, below the user level that would act as a as a secure tunnel for HTTP between the two of them right. and it was something that came about from oh what is it 10 years ago when everybody basically said that uh, all business is going to be conducted on secure on, on secure servers um, um, and people started having to buy security certificates even for their hobby web pages if they didn't want to be blocked no, by no, I, all the services that want to block them yeah i think you're th thinking about let's encrypt which gives um free certificates yeah because the other one, because as I said, it, it basically you just need to create have a dynamic proxy, something that like Cloudflare in theory should be able to do. Um, but as I said, I, at that point with Cloudflare or any other service that actually is in front of the bulletin board system, they lose the ability to actually know what the IP address 
of the actual sender is. To me, that that I think that that's the big problem. Because mm. I'm willing to bet you, I could I could create uh, our my own dynamic proxy to to support exactly that for the discussion board. But the problem is that IP address that they currently like to block would not be able to be blocked, and therefore they kept they'd be inundated with spam. Those things they currently block, they can't they couldn't do anymore. Now. Uh, the, the problem is that with that discussion board, the big problem is, in my mind, is that they're going, they're starting running into Google is the problem. Google is changing their browsers so that it really doesn't like non-HTTPS websites at all. No. No, they want everybody on an encrypted website. And the thing is, is that I understand the way the way it used to work. Um, and it's been ages since I've done any kind of web administration. But um, the the crazy part about it is, is that most of the most of the noted bad actors out there anyway are already using DNS spoofing mm -hmm. to try to block IP addresses. I don't know that that that's as much a, a, a shield as people might think it is. Right. Well, no, because the, the first thing the first thing they teach the first thing that stalkers figure out is how to cover their tracks so they can continue to harass whoever their target is. Right. Something something simple as like a VPN would do the job. Right. Um, bad actors will also will use proxies, so they'll take over, let's say somebody's router. Yep. And. Make it as a proxy for their for for whoever they're going to attack, it, or they might attack directly from a bunch of these low piece of crap routers that are on the net on on the internet. You know, two but, thirds of which are provided by whoever you're you're subscribe you're subscribing to for your internet service because half the time the the equipment they provide to you is junk anyway why i always tell the techs just set it up as a straight access point turn the wi-fi off turn everything off i've got a router behind you to handle all of that yeah basically i put it in bridge mode and yeah you're golden yeah, yeah. Uh, actually for me i i've got it so that i i own my own um cable modem i own my own router actually i have multiple routers like three routers in this house um, the only reason I have, yeah. I have three of them is, um, because it's a very small house, 1400 square foot house, so it's pretty small, but, um, the one actually I use because of it's good for IOT devices because it's 2.4 gigahertz. I don't have to worry about because most IOT devices don't like five gigahertz. Right. Yeah. Which I only have one IOT device at all. And that's an iRobot. Uh, I have nothing else because I, I don't. I I barely trust the, the iRobot. <laughs> yeah, I understand what you mean there. For for me, I've got an open WRT router, uh, mm. which I actually tape to the top of my old Apple Airport Extreme, wow. which I'm using. So that, that that's how I've got my setup. And of course, we've got we've got hockey pucks in the house. Excuse me. That's the Amazon branded digital assistant speaker uh, the echoes because the yes because the original ones looked like a hockey puck <laughs> yeah oh yeah the, the old echoes I, that's the one thing that i gotta love it when people say you know you know the name and i don't want to say it out just in case someone's listening well you know i didn't <laughs> um and they always call them by the product the, the actual you know what the turn what the person's not quote unquote, name is um for the for the audio assistant instead of okay why not just call it by the product's name the product's name is an echo mm -hmm. even for the ones that have a screen yep they're called it's an, it's an echo is what it is and if you just tell it save the product name i don't think you'll have the same issue Versus calling it by you know a the yes. a word, you know. 
Well, that's just that's just anthropomorphizing uh, one's the, the tools in one's oh, toolbox, as oh, it were. No, let's not go down that that road, because <laughs> well, the thing is, Leo Laporte. What you never named your car, Christine? Oh, <laughs> uh, are you crazy? No. Uh, <laughs> now, my parents, we used to have we had two two station wagons. I mean, this, this is old. Like it was a 1966 station wagon and a 1970 station wagon, and it was Lucy and Betsy were the two names of the cars. We never named the cars after that. I don't know why, but that's, that's what we named our cars. It was Lucy and Betsy. Lucy was kind of a turquoise um, car station wagon. I mean, this is an old station wagon, um, where the the back the back of the car was actually kind of metal. There, there wasn't any, any padding or anything like that. You know, it was... And then, of course, we had Betsy, which was the the, um, the newer one, which is a light blue car. Loved it. <laughs> but Lillipart has an opinion, and I, I disagree with the opinion, but I understand his perspective. He has the opinion that you should never, ever think of those assistants, you know, don't don't treat them with nice. Don't say thank you or whatever, and don't treat you know you you can you can call them all kinds of names and so forth, and that's fine. And I disagree because it's like the whole idea of people's pets. In my mind, it's just one one thing removed from that. Because what's the one thing that you look at if you're looking for a serial murderer? How do they treat their pets? Yeah. Well, it's just, it's just like other things in life. Uh, when I'm driving along and somebody lets me in in traffic, I say thank you, even if I know they can't hear me because it's what I choose to put in my heart. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, you surround yourself with positive things and you'll see the positive in the world. You surround yourself with the search for hate and negativity and you'll find it mm -hmm. um so it's just it's, you're right it's one of those things if, if you act like a total um jackanape towards your digital assistants the people who hear you do that will think you'll treat anybody that way and it won't do you any favors exactly exactly because it's, it's just it's one i understand that the, his perspective is that you gotta make sure you remember that these are machines yes i understand that but it's like your your pets are your pets. They're, and it's one thing I always remember because of many, 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 many years ago, I had a sick cat, had a cancer. And the, and the, the veterinarian told me, look, we can, you can spend five, I think it was, Five thousand dollars for the for the for the surgery to remove the 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 piece of cancer from her body. Another five thousand dollars for a for just chemo. Now, after that, she's got a fifty percent chance that she'll live. At that point, I went. I listed, said this is going to cost me ten thousand dollars. It's a cat. It's not a child, it's a cat. At that point, yeah. we said, no, we'll, we'll put her to sleep, you know. Make her comfortable. Make, make her, her comfortable. Make sure she, yeah. Make and, sure she, make sure she enjoys her final days in as much love and comfort as you can arrange. Right, exactly, exactly. You know, and, you know, and that's, that's the point where it's not a child. And the problem is, some people, they take that part that it's a pet and not a child, they take it too far and their pets become their children and they treat them like children. In that yeah. they'll, they'll spend so much money, they'll go into lots of debt just for a pet. Because that's one thing I we were having problems with um, our one cat. And she was... Um, she was slowly, you know, we, we, we got her mess. We got, got so we spent over, uh, over a thousand dollars 
that for for emergency medical care and things like that and after a week it, it wasn't helping at all she still wasn't eating and so forth and so we at that point we went you know That was weird. Damn. I got muted. I don't know who muted me. Hey, guess Dave. That's okay. That's weird too. Guess Dave now shows up. Hmm. Now he's gone. Actually, I'm not sure if he's gone. He just no longer shows up as one of the participants. That's weird. I, just, I I lost Jeff. Okay, things are going goofy. I'm just gonna wait for just a moment, so I can see if, see if Jeff will come back. I'm not sure. That, hey, for all that, for all I know, that might have been me. That I. So. Hmm. Give him one more minute, and then I'll I'll finish off the story. If, if ah, yep, he's he's back, and I'm I'm wondering if it was me. See that or Talkshoe had a glitch. Not quite because I it took me a little while to even get it to reload. Mm -hmm. So you did you have problems with Talkshoe website? Yeah. Okay, so it was them and not me. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Uh cuz cuz it muted me too. And I'm oh the host. My goodness. That's no good. That's bad. how rude. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um so after we spent like $1000 or so I think I think almost up to $1500 on on our cat and she was not getting any better. We went, you know, okay, we're the next level is basically taking her down to a specialist to have her checked out. And, and it's like, okay, no, 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 no. What we're going to do, we're going we're, we're gonna to put her to rest because she's, she's slowly dying anyway. She's not eating. Yeah. Yeah. Even if, even if the surgery and the chemo works, how much, how much time are, is that going to grant you? It, yeah. it's yeah it, no, actually, actually, point, it this, really is a mercy to to to, to plan a better exit oh great and, and this actually this other one this other cat it doesn't have cancer but she had possibly a heart condition or something like that because the big issue same thing applies oh yeah agreed the same thing definitely applies i just want to make sure it was clear to people about that i had two different cats where i had to put them both down because of medical issues um yeah and but in the case of her, the set, the second one, she was slowly wasting away because of she was not eating, and we could not figure out for the life of us why she was not eating. She we, we gave her, she got the medicine, got actually um, an injection, which was supposed to help settle her stomach, which I thought might be the issue why she wasn't eating, because her stomach didn't feel good. But no, I didn't even see her drinking any water for for a few days and it's like this is not good because i know you know humans we can't live without water for more than three days at a time you know it's different for cats because generally speaking they get the preponderance of their moisture from their food yeah but she wasn't is, eating food either yeah so when they stop eating and they're not drinking then yeah you know there's a problem Right, exactly. So that that's when we, we put her down. Now, I will admit, I'll admit, and this hurts me, that I did something stupid. I didn't think I could take watching my, my, my cat just fade away. So I decided not, not to stay in the room. And to this day, I regret that decision. Instead of being with her when, when the, when, you know, when she, Basically, right. slowly, slowly died. I, I did not do that. I, I feel really bad for not doing that. 
you know, and Lord knows that will never, ever, ever happen again. We never know exactly how we will rise to a challenge like that until we're faced with it. Yeah. And it's really hard to second guess somebody else's responses mm -hmm. to these things. And you know what the weird part is? This was my cat. And I couldn't do it. I could be there when my mother died, but not my cat. It is weird how how we how we build bulwarks in yeah. our uh, in our psyche for these things. Yep. Yeah, because I, I was I was there from when my mother died. I was not there when my father died. They both died in the hospital. Actually, in the case of my mother, they took her, I think, yeah, they took her off the respirator. I, when my father died of uh, cancer many years ago, he was home, home hospice. I'd mm -hmm. been there that morning and I had just gone home to go to bed because I was working graveyard at the time. And I missed, I missed, uh, missed uh, the uh, Passing? last words. Mm -hmm by about three hours um it was it was odd he he had a really good day like a lot of like a lot of these things the, mm -hmm. there's the there's the final rally is what it's sometimes referred to mm -hmm. uh he was watching a episode of matlock with everybody around he was talking all about it and they heard the the verdict and the, the climax of the episode and the credits started rolling and between then and somebody asking something a few minutes later it was quiet and very peaceful wow yeah that was, that was the word strange thing for, for my father which was okay he was in the hospital he was he was not oh oh i was not too we were not too thrilled with the with the hospital because they couldn't get it right first they said he was oh god first he said he was delray dead and then they went oh no no he's not dead yet like People, this, this is, is a, not a Monty you, Python sketch. No, you oh can't my God. be right. You can't be doing this. You can't be doing this. You can't play with people's hearts like this. This is not something you can do that with. Uh, you know, things. Oh, oh, they have this or they have that. Yeah, that that you can you can you can screw up and people will forgive you. But when you say that they died and they're not dead, that that's a little different. But anyway, um. You know, I because I, 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 I had driven down real quick and my father was holding on and we called my sister and said, dad's dying. You got you to gotta get out here as soon as possible. Jumped on a plane, got out there the next day, picked her up after she, she visited him. A few hours later, then he passed. And we, we, all, had, we all feel like he basically held on until, you know, Ellen, my, my sister, could actually come because everyone else was already had already been there. You know, my brothers that's, and, and my mother. Yeah, that's not uncommon. A mm -hmm. lot of that's why a lot of uh, a lot of natural causes death deaths happen in the first week or two of January. Mm. You've gotten through the holidays. All the family's gone home. You don't have anything to look forward to. It's just it's the it's just one of those times where it's low ebb in life, and people just let go. Mm -hmm. Understood. Well, I seems think to we'll... be a rather rather a, a rather deep end of the uh, of the topic pool we ended up in this evening. <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we did. Um, okay, I think we'll end with that. Okay. Uh... Well, and kind I, of a hard act to follow there, Paul. Yeah, I know, I know. I, I, oh, okay. Well, that's and of course that's mostly my own fault because I, 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 I brought it up and and, and we went down that road. Could have been worse. Could have been other things. Um, so I'm, I'm, uh, you know, yes, it might have been sad way of of, of ending it, having a story, thinking about our own. Um, mortality yeah. uh, that this life is is short and we need to enjoy it with the loved ones that we care so much about absolutely nobody nobody looks at the final 
like the final, the ending of the final act and go, I wish I spent more time at work. Amen. And on that note, I'll call it a good night. Okay. Good night. So. Okay. Well, obviously not exactly happy mood to end the podcast on, but remember this. Starfleet Warlord, I'm working on it. It's it's going better. Of course, we have Star, Star uh, Sapphire Star Tournament is going. So if you want to enjoy some watching some good games, well, of course you can get on SLP online. You don't even have to pay for it to watch the games. You can just create you know create a what's well, called I call it a demo account. You know you register for an account, and then you can go just log into the service and you can use it and you can watch the games. So have something enjoyable to do. Obviously, one thing I would recommend you doing is actually going. Hopefully, you have a browser that, that will allow you to, to go to non, you know, HTTPS sites. So you can go to the discussion board because a lot of times that's where people actually set up the times. They'll, they'll announce it there when they'll actually be playing the games. In which case, then you can you can actually schedule your time around watching a game, or possibly if you can just you want to just stop by and see if there's anyone there because sometimes there are, sometimes there isn't. I'll be honest, it's a small community. But, you know, obviously if there are people around, I'm, I'm, people are more than willing to chat and talk about their favorite game. So with that, I am Paul Franz and I bid you a good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.